one shot. One shot, one shot, one shot. If you're wondering what that was, so was I. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Williams, and it is episode 98. We're almost at triple digits, you know, just like my body count. Anyways, uh, let's get into an intro, shall we? Still a pandemic and the pandemic is still thriving. Bro, I came here last week to tell you the things that I wasn't going to be accepting in 2022. (sighs) Apparently, no one cares about what I have to say because I specifically requested. I don't want any more variants. You came in towards the end of last year talking about Omicron. We let it slide. But now... You've come with a fucking Delta Cron. Yo, if they come out with a fucking Megatron variant, I'm signing out. Look, I'm seeing a lot of people moving right now to uh, more tropical destinations. I know somebody who moved to Dominican uh, Republic. I know someone else who moved to Mexico. And the more I'm starting to think about it, I'm not saying that I'm going to move. But if you see me pop up one day with some sand, don't expect me to come back. Because I don't think this pandemic shit is going to end anytime soon. And I'm not here to talk about COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21, or COVID-22. Um, because what the hell is the point? You know, as, as much as I hate where the direction of things are going, hmm, am I still lining up for the booster shot? Probably going to the titty bar to do it. But look, I just hope that everyone can keep their mental together. Because yesterday... For the first time ever in my entire life, I have a gray hair. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I've been trying to, you know, live through this facade, this ruse that I've been baby-faced and young forever. However, yesterday was another reminder of how mortal we all are. So I plucked said gray hair, got it the fuck out of here. I said, nope, not today. Ain't nobody got time for that. So here I am, no grace, unless there's something in the back that I can't see. But now that I'm really thinking about it, a couple of weeks ago, I went in for a haircut and I'm pretty sure I looked down at the cape and saw a couple of gray hairs just dangling there. And I was like, that can't be mine. This guy doesn't clean his clippers. But after witnessing and plucking plucking it right from the follicle, turns out I am in fact old all right you guys ready to get problematic because i am let's just jump into this right now because um this has been a topic of controversy this past week i'm talking about the fresh and fit podcast if you're not familiar good if you are familiar hmm i have been saying not on this podcast but just to friends and People who, you know, I know that watch similar podcasts. These guys are a couple of doofuses. I mean, look, anybody can 
just look at someone else and just call them, you know, a doof, a goof, or whatever the hell it is that they want to say, right? And there is no really real validity to it. It's just an opinion. But the moment I saw these guys, especially this Myron dude, because the other guy just has a speech impediment and he just kind of going along with fucking Alpha Boy over here. So there's just something off about guys that feel the need to just go so far in one direction. And I get it, especially in the podcast space. It's very hard to break through. Every other day, there's a new podcast that's popping up. But there's something to be said about guys that, you know, subscribe to the whole, you know, red pill and black pill and fucking, you know, magenta pill. Why do you hate women so much? And why do you hate their come up in 2022? Here's the thing. Essentially, if you're not familiar with these guys, they're two gentlemen. They're based out of Miami. One of them, Fit, who is, you know, uh, this Myron guy who has very much a Tory Lanez hairline. Um, he's, I, I guess, you know, preaching that, you know, in order to, to be able to get women, you have to be a high value man, pretty much, you know, riding off the coattails of, of what Kevin Samuels is doing as well. Now, look, it's some of the things that they say, there is some validity to it. If we look at statistically, you know, do women desire men who are more financially sound? Of course, the providers. That goes without saying. But what I disagree with, or I guess what I dislike so much about this dynamic that these guys have with the women that they bring on here is that they almost make it seem as if women who aspire to be with those men are not necessarily lesser than, but they're just, you know, money hungry, gold digging hoes. I don't think wanting to have a partner who's ambitious, successful is necessarily a bad thing. I do think that if you are compromising yourself and your integrity and your morals to be able to get one of those kind of guys, then yeah, maybe that's a little bit off. But anyways, that's not why they're under fire right now. So cancel culture got wind of an old clip. And the reason being is that they recently had Asia doll, Asian doll on their podcast. She's a rapper. She's also the ex-girlfriend of, or I guess widowed girlfriend. I don't know how the the math works on that. So she was dating King Vaughn. He passed away, unfortunately. And um, that's, I guess what the majority of people would know her for because her music hasn't really, you know, broken onto the scene yet. So they had her on as a guest. And she ended up walking out because she felt that the host Myron was being mean and rude to some of the other women on the panel. Now, it's gotten to the point now where, you know, you look at some of the things these guys have said in the past and there's nothing wrong with having a preference. I've said it a million and one times before that, you know, you you like what you like and there's nothing wrong with that. I think where the issue comes off is not only just in the delivery, but what you're also saying underlining in what it is that you are um, trying to get across. So let me just play this clip here. This is one of the clips that has resurfaced and kind of gone viral. And we'll break this down real quick. What about the black dating app called Black? (laughs) Oh, It's funny. I never used that one, bro. But hey, man. Hey, 
<laughs> I mean, hey, bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. LaQuisha. I, yeah. Like, I, me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown nah, like that. Man. We ain't night Riders. Nah, so bro, I'm good. Uh, you know, sometimes if they're, you know, Redbone, but like in general, me and Fresh uh, don't dabble in the dark, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Um, okay. So last. Come on, man. All right. Now. I'm not one to jump onto these, you know, hot topics, these hot button subjects that that happen on on the internet, just because I feel like there's already a million and one people who are doing it. There's always, you know, tons of reaction videos. A lot of people take to their social media right away to try to denounce and cancel people. The reason why I decided to bring this one up is because it brings a deeper point here. So not only did these guys say that, you know, um, they don't date women of color, they took it a step further to kind of clown them. And then there's also another clip too. I, I wasn't able to, to find it on time here, but it was essentially them saying um, they had a, a woman on their panel and she was black and they said to her, you know what? Like you, you don't come off as like, you know, ratchet and loud and ignorant like most black girls. So, you know, you're, you're kind of attractive for a black girl. Now that's the reason why I'm bringing this all up here. I've been known to say before, I do not discriminate when it comes to my penis. I like them all sizes, shapes, colors, you know, whatever fucking, except for Leo's. I'm just kidding. Mm, kind of. But my thing is this. You don't have to say that you are into, you know, other women. Let's say that these guys are predominantly into white women. You don't need to put down other races to get your preference across. That's my issue with all this. Granted, there's more videos of these guys saying like, well, my mom is black and my sister is black. And that sounds like the white racist person who's like, well, I have black friends. That's what you come off sounding like. So if, if it's not for um, interracial relationships, I wouldn't exist. I've said this before. My dad is black. My mom is white. Without that duo and that, you know, intermingling, that cross species, you know, morphin, I don't exist. With that being said, you don't need to put someone else down. Like my father never, you know, dissed black women to justify why he was with a white woman. Same with my mom. She never fetishized black men saying, oh, you know, I have a thing for black guys and you know, uh, that's the only thing I date because white guys are inferior. Like that's, that's not the, the attitude, especially knowing that we're in a time where black women aren't valued as much as they should be. And I've, I've been seeing a lot of people posting stuff like who's protecting, uh, black women. And if black men are protecting black women, then who do they have? And, and there's some truth to that. And granted this, I feel like is a bigger issue in the U S based on its very checkered history um, and, and with the culture of, you know, social media and just the way that we've kind of propped up these issues, but it applies everywhere. And it's, it's very unfortunate and disheartening to see because there's a lane of people who are going to continue to support these guys and, you know, because they're, they're the voice of what it is that they're internalizing but it just comes down to self-hate. Like, why do you hate yourself so much that you have to put other people down and belittle your own race? That to me is crazy. To say that, oh yeah, you know, I'm not down with the brown. I'm not a night rider. Like, who the fuck says that? 
look, I could, I could hook up with an Asian chick, a Middle Eastern chick, a black chick, white chick, Spanish chick. It doesn't matter. But I'm not going to tell that race like, oh, yeah, thank God I'm not. On. I might say that about white people, if I'm being honest. Mm. <laughs> white people have done a lot of egregious shit in their history. They got to take this L on this one. But, you know, never will you hear me say, yo, uh, you know, yeah, fuck black women, X, Y, and Z. Like, for what? What do you gain from that? So, look. You're going to have your preferences. You're going to you're going to keep doing and navigating the world the way you want to navigate, but you know, just don't do it to someone else's expense. I just find that shit extremely corny and I felt like uh bringing it up. And also and again, this is this week. This week all these things seem to be resurfacing and it's just getting messy out here. There was also a clip of Chloe Kardashian. I'm just going to play it. Black baby. Fact. My baby is black. Hashtag, I only like black That's what I would say. All I get called is a lover all day long. Who the cares? All right. Now, here's the thing, Miss uh, Khloe Kardashian. Just because you've had sex with black men, just because you've given birth to black babies, does not entitle you to going around saying the N-word. Now, if you've noticed, I seldom say it. And I feel like I was brought up on it. I've been called it a million and one times. But here's my thing. Just because I feel like I'm entitled to saying it, which I can say it, by the way, nigga, like it's not that deep to me. But the issue is I know that some people don't necessarily feel the same way that like he's Canadian, he's half, even though Drake, his music littered with it all. But I know, you know, how to navigate and just if it's not needed, it's not needed. Sometimes in the heat of passion, it'll just come out and that's fine. But with Khloe Kardashian, you know, boasting up and just saying, look, people keep calling me a nigger lover. It's like, well, you just said, I love bl fucking black cock. That to me, it does not sound like it's just a genuine romance with a person. You didn't see the color. Like you're clearly targeting and fetishizing black men. Regardless. I've been seeing this trend of people just, you know, using this word being thrown around willy nilly. I saw there was like a, a real world reboot where this girl had to call out this um, this other girl because she in the heat of passion as well. The, the word was getting thrown around. But now this right here, this really threw me for a loop. I don't even know what you would call this. It's definitely racist. But when I first saw this on TikTok, I was like, all right, song's kind of a bop. And then you hear the chorus and you're like, oh, nah, this motherfucker is wildin'. So this is not a segment. This is just you call it what you want to call it. Huh? I'm a black nah, see, that's the thing. <laughs> what is my man saying? No. Yo, listen, I know we're only a week and a half into 2022, 
throw the whole year out. It's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, because look, it took until March of last uh, of 2020 for there to be in a really egregious hate crime. I'm thinking they're trying to expedite this shit. They ramped up the variants. They're spicing up people's language. Everyone's letting the N word fly. But nah, this is too much. Where are we drawing, drawing this line in the sand? This too much. He named the song Black Nigga and then in the song used a hard R. It was a hardy R. Like, hold on. Let me just wheel it back just a quick second here, just so you see. He even echoed the R. No! Why? Why? Why did he feel compelled? Bruh. Nah, I'm packing this whole year up, bro. This is enough. I just hope that this doesn't take off like some of the other preposterous TikTok trends. Because if I start seeing just everybody getting on this, nah, this is... The color correction on this video is kind of decent, though. Um, but I think he also did it to darken up his skin. But god damn, man. What, what kind of a time are we living in, bro? We got Deltacron. And then we got, you know, just Indiacron right here. This guy's... Nah, it's too much. Okay, so back to preferences. Now, here's the thing. I think, and this is going to be uh, a bit of a hot take, I guess you could say. I think um, that men have actually been selling themselves short. I think fly women are outdated. There, I said it. The more I scroll through my Instagram... And I start to see the same looking women, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The BBL, the fake lips, Botox head. It just, it's starting to just, you know, very much feels like we're genuinely in a simulation. And then I start to think, I'm like, because I've, I've been with some of these women that fall into the, under this aesthetic, right? The ones that you would typically see, you know, only fans in it up. The ones you would see, you know, on trips and vacations where they're alone in their photo, but you're wondering who's taking that pic. And then I'm like, and this is, again, just not, a, not to be a blanket statement, but most of their personalities are kind of dry. You can never really truly enjoy yourself or be, you know, genuinely yourself around somebody who's just so focused on their aesthetic and their appearance. So I think we all need to just find ourselves some gargoyles. Someone who can make you laugh, you know, a little ghoul, a gremlin. Matter of fact, if her name doesn't start with a G like a Gertrude, I don't want it in 2022. I'm looking for some, some beasts with personality. Maybe not a beast. That's a bit far, but Look, man, I, I feel like some of these fly chicks that we, we're trying to put on these pedestals and, you know, everyone's trying to pursue and chase and, and make the, the norm for what we should be chasing in, in terms of aesthetic, eh, we're selling ourselves short. I'm looking for personality only. If you can't make me laugh, go take a bath.
Yeah, this is me trying to get canceled. All right, now the last thing I want to bring up here is because I saw this on um, uh, Timbaland. He posted this, and I thought this was very misleading. Now, you already know I'm biased when it comes to local rappers or aspiring artists. I think most of them are trash, and none of them are going to make it. With that being said, I get it. You're in music. You're trying to find the next hot thing. So Timbaland is out here putting out some motivational words. Now, I have no problem with that. What I do have a problem with is doing it at Quincy Jones' expense. He put up a photo of Quincy Jones with the caption saying, Quincy Jones started producing when he was a teenager, but didn't get his big hit thriller until he was 50 years old. You never know when your big break will come, so never give up. Sounds pretty motivational, right? The only problem I have with this, however, is put some fucking respect on Quincy Jones's name. (laughs) To say that Thriller, which came out in what, 1982? To say that Thriller was Quincy Jones's first big hit is fucking nuts. Now, is it the biggest hit of all times? Yeah, it is. But don't say that it's his big hit as if he didn't have anything prior to that. He's pretty much making it seem, and and again, uh, maybe I'm reading a little bit too much into the lines here, but Quincy Jones, let's pull up his, his breakthrough and rise. In 1961, so this is over 20 years before Thriller came out. Jones was promoted as the vice president of Mercury, becoming the first African-American to hold the position. Um, he composed uh, for some movies. He, he It was the first of his nearly 40 major motion picture scores. Um, he, like he, was, he was fucking playing the... He was playing the trumpet or some shit for... Elvis Presley, he worked with Frank Sinatra. Like, what are we talking about here? He did the Oz, like, that shit was 1975? No, in 1975, he produced successful albums by Frank Sinatra and others. In 1978, he produced the soundtrack for The Wiz, the musical adaptation of The Wizard of Oz, which starred Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. So what are we talking about? At 50 is when he got his big hit. It's the biggest fucking hit. But don't tell some jabroni, some fucking 37-year-old dude who's working in fucking Dallas, Texas, in his mom's basement, trying to cook up some beats, that he could be the next Quincy Jones because he still has 13 years to figure it out. No! What are we talking about? Quincy Jones? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Quincy Jones. Nah, like, I think what bothers me the most is the fact that Timbaland himself is a producer. So, okay, so Timbaland, because you don't have a song or a record that is as big as Thriller, does that mean that you haven't made it yet? You're not successful? Like, what is the goalpost here? Not every single dude can aspire to be Quincy Jones, if they haven't even broke their local barrier. 
Quincy Jones was doing the most by the time Thriller was even a, a, an afterthought. So, you know, you can't compare. And those are different times, too. We're talking about physical copies. We're talking about, you know, Michael Jackson being such a fucking phenom. Him also being so young. Like, that's like saying the same shit about Michael Jackson. Like, oh, you know, yeah, he'd been singing since he was four, but all those records were trash. Jackson 5, who remembers those guys? Am I right? What? very misleading is all I'm getting at. But either way, um, all I want you to take away from this episode is don't use the N word profusely. Um, especially if you are not of any type of black descent, you know, don't put down someone else in order to justify your preference and put some fucking respect on Quincy Jones's name. Now, has he done some questionable things in his day? Mm, probably. But I'm not here to judge him, you know? Eh, off the wall? Come on. Off the wall came out before Thriller. Off the wall is still fire. What are we talking about? Thriller. All right. Anyways, I'm, I'm done with all of this. Every last bit of it. So um, I thank you very much for listening. Make sure that you leave a review if you are listening on DSP. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe and like. Uh, apparently that helps with algorithms. What do I know about algorithms? Absolutely nothing. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys all next Monday. It'll be the last, you know, double digit episode. And we're almost the hundos where I'm, I'm planning on trying to, you know, changing some things up a little bit. You know, I'm still kind of putting some pieces. You probably noticed some things a little bit different already, but just stick around. Cause, uh, you know, as we grow, we grow and that's, uh, you can hashtag that. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Peace.